0: All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I'm Abhishek Kumar. The headlines. External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar rules out any talks with Pakistan till it becomes normal nation acting against cross-border terrorism. India successfully test fires indigenous air-to-air missile Astra. Flood fury continues in Uttar Pradesh after water release from various dams and barrages. Saudi Arabia says crude oil production capacity at its plants to be fully restored by month end. And in sports, India to take on South Africa in second T20 international at Mohali this evening, and PV Sindhu and Saina Newal to lead India's campaign in China Open badminton at Changzhou today. External Affairs Minister S. Jayashankar has said India has a unique challenge from one neighbour and it would remain a challenge until the neighbour starts acting normally and acts against cross-border terrorism. He was briefing the media in Delhi on the first 100 days of his ministry. Mr. Jashankar also made it clear that Pakistan, the issue is not Article 370 but cross-border terrorism and the first thing that has to come to the table for any talks with Pakistan has to be the terrorism issue. Part of the problem with Pakistan is it's been only doing talking. They think that nice words are sort of answer to the real problem. And the real problem is the dismantlement of this industry that they have created. Our position is completely normal, rational. They are the set of people whose behavior is an aberration. The External Affairs Minister reiterated that Pakistan occupied Kashmir as part of India and New Delhi expects to have jurisdiction over it one day. Our position on POK is, has always been and will always be very clear. POK is part of India and we expect one day that we will have a physical jurisdiction over it. Amidst concerns expressed by some countries and the UN Human Rights Organization over situation in Kashmir, he said, international audience understands what were India's reasons for abrogating Article 370. Talking about performance of the ministry, Dr. Shankar said, one of the key achievements of the government in this period has been a strong connection between national security and foreign policy goals. Jammu and Kashmir Police Chief Dilbak Singh has said, elements across the border are consistently trying to foment trouble in the state, but the security forces are efficient enough to tackle them. Talking to AIR, the state DGP said, with continuous efforts and sacrifices of police and security forces, the graph of terror activities in J&K is decreasing with each passing day.
1: There are a couple of terrorists who move around and uh, resort to militant We have uh, lost a major offensive in that area. There are efforts by Pakistan from across to foment trouble in Jammu, region also in this area is being used the big day. But our forces and police department ground are. Uh, to take care of their design.
0: The DGP who was in Kishwa district interacted with the police and army personnel besides reviewing the security scenario at a high-level meeting with officials. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh has said India will achieve a $26 billion defence industry by 2025. Speaking at the Annual Function of Society of Indian Defence Manufacturers in New Delhi, Mr Singh said the defence sector has been identified as one of the most prominent sectors under Mekin India initiative to realise a $5 trillion economy by 2024. He said performance of the Indian defence industry has not been commensurate with its potential in the past. The minister said a country with such a size and global prominence cannot rely on imports of arms. He said investment of 10 billion US dollars and creation of 2.3 million employment opportunities is envisaged. Indian Air Force has successfully flight tested air to air missile Astra off the coast of Odisha. The missile was launched from a Sukhoi Su 30 MKI combat aircraft on Monday as part of user trials. According to the Defense Ministry, a live aerial target was engaged accurately by the Astra while the mission profile was executed in a textbook manner. The missile was tracked using radars, electro-optical tracking sensors, and struck its target successfully. The missile has been developed by the Defense Research and Development Organization DRDO, the premier research and development organization of the armed forces. Defense Minister Rajnath Singh congratulated DRDO and Air Force teams for the successful test. Niti Iog CEO Amitabh Kant has said that structural reforms in agriculture and exports are needed to bring the growth rate back to high levels. Addressing a function in Mumbai, Mr. Kant said, The fundamentals of the economy are intact and the government is conscious about the fact that it has to take India back to its high growth trajectory soon, despite the global slowdown. He said it's a privilege that the country has a very vibrant private sector and has a government which is committed to reforms. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. In Uttar Pradesh, low-lying areas close to major rivers in the state are facing fury of flood. The situation emerged after heavy rains in the catchment areas and water released into rivers from various dams and barrages. 17 people lost their lives in the state in last 24 hours in lightning and other rain-related incidents. More from our correspondent. Almost all major rivers in the state are in spate and flowing above or close to the danger mark. Ganga, Yamuna, Betwa, Chambal, Ghagra and Sharda rivers are wreaking havoc in low-lying areas of various districts including Hamirpur, Balia, Prayagraj, Varanasi and Agra. In Varanasi, almost all major ghats are inundated in water and venue of famous Ganga Aarti has been shifted. Med Department has predicted heavy rain in central and eastern part of the state in next 24 hours. Sushil Chandratiwari, AIR News, Lucknow. In Madhya Pradesh, due to incessant rains and release of water from various dams, flood risk has increased again in many districts of the state. A report. Seven army teams are working day and night to rescue the people trapped in floods. Necessary facilities like food, water and medicine are also being provided by the army. The Chambal River in Morena is in spate due to water being released from Kota Barrage in Rajasthan. About 89 villages of Morena and 44 villages of Hind are still flooded. Around 1900 people have been evacuated from these villages to safe places. Meanwhile, Union Agriculture Minister Narendra Singh Tomar also visited flooded area of Morena. Sanjeev Sharma, Yaya News, Bhopal. In Andhra Pradesh, 26 bodies have been retrieved so far in Sunday's both mishap in the Godavari River at Devi Patanam in East Godavari District. Search and rescue operations are still on for the remaining missing people. Chief Minister Y.S. Jagan Mohan Reddy has ordered a high-level probe into the mishap. Consumer Affairs, Food and Public Distribution Minister Ram Vilas Paswan has asserted that there is a need to spread awareness to curb plastic usage. Talking to the media in New Delhi, the minister informed that 95 lakh tons of plastic waste is generated by single-use plastic, out of which 6 lakh tons go into the sea, contaminating the waters. He said the aim of the ministry is to phase out plastic use in packaging and move towards 100% use of jute in packaging foodstuffs. Petroleum and Natural Gas Minister Dharbinder Pradhan met Igor Sechin, Chairman of the Management Board and CEO Rosneft and former Deputy Prime Minister of the Russian Federation yesterday in New Delhi. This visit is aimed at furthering discussions between Rosneft and Indian Oil and gas companies. This visit also follows the visit of Prime Minister Narendra Modi to Vladivostok as a Chief Guest at the Eastern Economic Forum. India and Russia had issued a joint statement on cooperation in hydrocarbon sector for 2019 to 2024 during the visit of Prime Minister to Russia earlier this month. Speaking on the sidelines of the event, Mr. Pradhan said, India is concerned about the volatility in the crude oil prices after attacks on Saudi Arabia's oil production facilities. Now, sentimental price actual impact Bharat Saudi
1: Arabia's
0: Energy Minister has said that more than half of the country's daily crude oil production that was knocked out by an attack had been recovered. He said that the production capacity at its targeted plants would be fully restored by the end of the month. The attack early Saturday struck a Saudi oil field and the world's largest crude oil processing plant in the kingdom's eastern region. The oil field was taking out 5.7 million barrels of crude oil production per day for the kingdom, about 5% of the world's daily production. The minister's briefing to reporters was highly anticipated around the world, with oil prices spiking more than 14% on Monday, the first day of trading after the attacks. In Israel, exit polls following second general election in five months predicted a stalemate. The final unofficial results were only expected this afternoon, but according to exit polls, neither Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud Party nor Blue and White Alliance of former military chief Benny Gantz had a clear path. An exit poll released by Israel's public broadcaster Cannes early today projected that Blue and White would win 32 seats and Likud 31 in the 120-seat Knesset. Mr. Netanyahu called the snap vote after failing to form a governing coalition in the wake of an election in April. In Afghanistan, at least 48 people have been killed and dozens dozen others injured in two separate attacks. The first attack took place at Charikar, the capital of Paran province, during a campaign rally by President Ashraf Ghani. President is reported to be safe and unharmed. Other blasts occurred in the capital, Kabul, where the Defense Ministry, U.S. Embassy and NATO headquarters are located. Taliban claimed responsibility for both the blasts. In U.S., a bipartisan group of 44 influential lawmakers has urged the Trump administration to reinstate India's designation as a beneficiary developing nation under the Key Generalized System of Preferences GSP Trade Programme. The Trump administration terminated India's designation as a beneficiary developing nation under the GSP in June. The GSP is the largest and oldest U.S. trade preference program and is designed to promote economic development by allowing duty free entry for thousands of products from designated beneficiary countries. Led by Congressman Jim Himes and Ron Estes, the letter to U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer has been signed by 26 Democrats and 18 Republicans showing the strong bipartisan support for reinstating GSP benefits for imports from India. In cricket, India will be up against South Africa in the second T20 International of the three match series in Mohali this evening. The match will begin at 7pm. All India Radio will broadcast a live commentary on the game, alternately in Hindi and English, from 6.30pm. The opening game of India's home season was washed out in Dharmshala on Sunday after a heavy downpour. In China, Open Badminton, world champion P.V. Sindhu and world number 8 Sana Nehwal will look to reassert their supremacy when they spearhead the Indian campaign in Changzhou in China today. In the women's singles, Sindhu will take on China's Liu Shui Rui, while Saina Nehwal will clash with Busanan Ongbam Fan of Thailand. In the men's singles, Sai Paneet, will face Supanyu Avi Singh Sinon of Thailand, while P. will clash with Brice Leverdez of France. Four Indian boxers advanced to the quarterfinals with impressive victories in in an all-win outing at the AIBA's Men's World Boxing Championships in Ekaterinburg, Russia yesterday. They are Amit Panghal in 52kg category, debutant duo of Manish Kaushik in 63kg category and Sanjit Singh Roha in 91kg category and Kaminder Bisht in 57kg category. And
1: now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Sanjay Mattu. Thank you, Abhishek. The External Affairs Minister's comments on the POK issue and yesterday's market crash are the two major stories that stand out among other headlines across dailies this morning. The Indian Express quotes the External Affairs Minister saying, POK, a part of India, one day will have physical jurisdiction. The lead headline in the Tribune reports the Minister saying, No talks till Park curbs terror. Market slip as crude oil worries spook investors, writes the Hindustan Times. The Economic Times headline says, Bulls stay on slippery ground over oil spill. BSP MLA's breaking away from the party ranks is noted in the Asian Age that writes, Boost for Gehlot as six BSP MLA's join Congress in Rajasthan. Government's latest push to revive the rural economy is the lead story in the Hindu. The paper writes, Government to peg Mandrega wages to inflation in bid to hike incomes. And finally, Hard to imagine a society that's gender-neutral, isn't it? Well, the first step in this direction has been taken. A Times of India headline says, a British couple is raising its baby to be gender-neutral. With that, it's back to you, Abhishek. Thank you, Sanjay. And now,
0: before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar rules out any talks with Pakistan till it becomes normal nation acting against cross-border terrorism. India successfully test fires indigenous air-to-air missile Astra. Flood fury continues in Uttar Pradesh after water release from veggies, dams and barrages. Saudi Arabia says crude oil production capacity at its plants to be fully restored by month-end. And in sports, PV Sindhu and Sana Nehwal to lead India's campaign in China open badminton at Changzhou today. And with that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.